Hey everyone. Well, like all of you, I've been having to completely regroup and figure out what's going on with this new normal as we are all navigating through COVID-19 and the significant changes that that has had on all of us, our lives, our businesses, our families, absolutely everything. And for me, it has been figuring out how in the world do we get into any kind of a structure around our time management, around organization? How do we still maintain productivity? What does productivity even look like right now? Because absolutely nothing is normal. So I have been working really hard over the last couple of weeks to try and figure out how to, for you know, first, my own family and life, how to get some kind of structure, routine, planning in place, and then how to translate that to help all the rest of you that have been reaching out and saying, I'm really struggling. Like all the weekly planning stuff that I teach and coach, I've kind of had to throw it out the window because it's basically impossible to create a weekly plan right now with so much uncertainty, with things changing so rapidly. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you here today because I have finally put in place something that is working well for me and my family to actually get some sense of structure, routine, and normalcy back into our days. And I've been sharing it out with a couple other women that are in um, my coaching program. And I've been getting good feedback from them as well to say, okay, this is starting to, to settle in for our family. And by implementing this, it's helping them as well. So in today's episode, we're going to really talk through the importance of creating a daily schedule, not weekly planning, daily planning. And I'm going to give you some tips on the things that you should consider putting in your daily plan. And then I'm going to share with you an example of one of ours as well. So you may want to grab a pencil and paper for this one and jot down some notes and and grab from there the things that sound like you think it's going to help you and your family with where you are in life right now. So let's go ahead and dive in. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Semrel. I'm a former techie-turned-entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife, and just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. So today I really want to shift gears and take a deep dive conversation with you all around a different strategy when it comes to planning your days, weeks, and months. Because right now, quite frankly, I can't plan a week or a month 
at all due to the COVID-19 pandemic that's going on. Everybody's lives are completely turned upside down right now. And you guys know me if you've been listening to me for a while. My, you know, I am constantly talking about the importance of a weekly plan, the importance of a weekly plan. Well, I sat down to do my weekly planning last Sunday and literally just stared at my calendar, just stared at it. I'm like, I don't know how to do this with the constant change that is happening every single day. And now having my daughter home full time, navigating what virtual learning looks like that. My husband's work has not slowed down one bit. And you know, we need to rely on that right now. So I've been doing a lot of just thought and trial and error with how to get some semblance of routine, structure, normalcy going when there is absolutely nothing normal happening in our world right now. So I've been test driving this new process and it's working really, really well for our family. I've been sharing it with others. And so today that's what I really want to dive in too with all of you is how to actually get some kind of plan and structure in place when nothing is normal. And the biggest shift that I have been making is instead of laying out that really great weekly plan that I've been doing for years, I am now shifting to more of a daily planning routine. Now, I still am doing a little bit of weekly planning. So what I've been able to do on Sundays when it comes to my businesses is laying out kind of what are some big picture goals that I'm hoping to achieve over the course of the next week, but I'm not able to do the effective time blocking for an entire week the way I'm used to doing. So I want to walk you through a daily planning routine and kind of what I think you you should be thinking about as you do this. So hopefully at the end of this episode, you can start putting this into practice immediately. So the biggest change that we're making is number one, I'm involving the whole family in this process. And it is something that we are doing in the evening for the next day. So I we're trying to tackle this. We're still trying to figure out the best time to do it where my daughter can actually participate in a way where she's not being (laughs) difficult. So it may be something you want to consider discussing during dinner or maybe right after dinner. I'd say if you have littles doing it right before bedtime, I tried that a few times. That was an epic failure that just put too much anxiety on my nine-year-old. So right now, it's something that we're kind of talking through during dinner. And then at the end of dinner, we can write out kind of what game plan we've come up with. Now, I know certain pockets of time that I need to have set aside every day to achieve certain things for work. I still have set phone calls and meetings I need to participate in. So I like to come to that kind of family meeting with a you know, set chunks of time in the day. I know this is when I need to be alone. I need to have this time for work. So I need to make sure that there are activities in place for my daughter during that time so that I can get what I need done, actually completed. So here's what I want you to include in your plan, or at least think about including in your plan. And after I walk through this, I want to explain why this is so important. Okay, so first and foremost on your daily plan should be a wake-up time. Right now, I'm seeing so many people backsliding into just sleeping in later and later and later 
because we don't have to be somewhere on time. We don't have to get kids to school on time. We don't have to go into our offices on time. It gets really easy to kind of slide into that vacation-y mentality when it comes to sleep. And that will just trigger so much over the course of the rest of your day when you allow yourself to slide into just that later and later sleep in time. Now, we'll be honest, I usually get up between 5.15 and 5.30 right now. On some days, I'm letting myself sleep until 5.45, but that's it. So I have a set wake-up time. My husband has a set wake-up time, and my daughter has a set wake-up time where we go and get her up. We're not letting her you know, slide into summer vacation sleep schedules either. So that's first and foremost, write down what everybody's wake up time is going to be. Next in there should be time for you. So for me, I know that I need alone time in the morning before my family is up. That's why I get up at 545. And that time for me from 545 to 7am is time for me to serve myself and do a morning routine that involves activities that really help get my head on right for the day. And that help fill up my cup so that I am able to serve others without draining myself. Now, another thing I want you to think about for your daily schedule is actually getting ready, get dressed, get up and presentable for the day. I know the first couple of days we were all at home, I slid right into, you know, sweatpants or yoga pants, oversized sweatshirt. I have very short hair, but the, you know, the messy bun, just kind of like weekend lounge time. And after a couple of days of that, I realized I don't show up well for the day when I don't get up and get dressed as if I was leaving my house for the day. So whatever that looks like for you, I want you to think about how were you, you know, getting dressed? What did you wear? How did you, what, what time do you shower? Do you fix your hair? All of that. What did that look like before we were all quarantined? And what does it look like now? You know, I'm not going to get dressed for a work meeting and put on a suit or anything like that, but I'm also making sure Monday through Friday, I'm up, I'm dressed, I'm not wearing sweatpants every day, I'm taking that shower in the morning, and I'm acting as if I'm going to be leaving my house and seeing other people. And I think you'll find when you do that, just how you act through the rest of your day really changes when you show up for yourself. And that's the point with this. You're respecting yourself. You're honoring yourself. So show up for you. Be the best version of you that you can be. Now, the next part of this daily schedule should be blocks of time for if you've got kids at home where they are doing schoolwork and you are doing things for you. So if, you, you know, if you're working from home like I am, when my daughter's doing her virtual learning activities, that's during those blocks of time, that is when I am doing my work-related activities. Now, I'm trying to keep those to about an hour at a time. Usually, she can go very easily for an hour. We're adjusting as we're learning. If you've got really, really small kids you know, who can't do some of this on their own, that could be where you are plugging them into some kind of an educational programming resource, 
There are a million of amazing TV programs and apps out there right now that people are opening up for free. So that way your kids can have something to plug into that is educational, that will let you step away for a little bit and have some time for yourself. Now, when you when you are in a situation like I am, where you have kids at home who need to be doing virtual learning, whether it's college, high school, elementary age, whatever, I strongly encourage you to create a separate space for them in your home during that school slash work time. Now is not the time to have everybody sitting around the dining room table together trying to work or do school at the same time. I think we initially, it was kind of fun for us all to be together. We're going to be alone in this house for a long time. And I think everybody having a separate place, even if it's just your kids in their bedroom or you know, one person in the TV room, one person in the dining room. But I think everybody should have a designated space in your home that is where they go to when it's schoolwork or learning time. Another thing we're planning in every day is PE time. Now, this has been hard for me. I really enjoy part of my morning routine usually is going out for a run. And I like that alone time for myself as part of my morning routine. I've had to adjust that because I want my daughter to be making sure she's getting exercise as well. So we've now shifted that and three days of the week, my running time will be with her. And that's going to be kind of mid-morning when she takes her first break from school and we go out and go on a run together. But scheduling in physical activity is great. Another thing you can consider putting in your daily plan, and again, it doesn't need to be every day, but days where you need it, is some arts and crafts time. And this really for folks with younger kids. So what things can you pull out? What craft projects? What, you know, there's so many things you can go look for on Amazon painting. Today, we're going to actually venture into, my daughter's been wanting to learn how to do some cross-stitching and embroidery. I was able to pull out a bunch of my my old supplies, so we're going to get started on that. Now, here's another one that I am putting in every single day, which is quiet time. So for one hour every day, everybody has to be alone where we are not with one another. There is no technology, and it's not school time. So this is a time maybe for reading a book or you know go up and play a card game or you know something like that where everybody just has quiet time to themselves. And right now we're doing it for a full hour every day. The other thing that I want you to think about really scheduling in is your meal time and snack time. I hadn't done that originally. And I noticed like every 10 minutes, my daughter was like, I want a snack, I want a snack. Well, then we weren't having real meals anymore and everything was getting out of whack. And then I found myself walking into the kitchen and snacking way more than I want to. So we have now built in, you know, we have breakfast, we have lunch, we have dinner, and then we have a morning snack and we have an afternoon snack. And the kitchen is closed outside of those windows. Now, another thing that is really great with this meal and snack time is this is a great opportunity for you to involve your kids in that process. So I'm seeing a lot of families that have you know kids that are more high school age that really, this is a great chance for you to say, hey, let's rotate who's doing dinner or let's rotate who's preparing snack time. Get your kids involved in the meal prep, meal planning, snack time. This should not fall on you as the mom to now be you know, a short order cook for your entire family during this. Now, will it take longer? Yes, but guess what? We're all stuck at home. 
We are not short on time right now. The other thing that is planned in for us is a chunk of time every day that is house chore time. Now this can range. Maybe it's laundry. You know, maybe it's doing some vacuuming or cleaning. This is a wonderful, wonderful time for you to tackle projects in your house on spaces that just need to get organized and decluttered. So maybe on one day you have a half an hour block of time where you're going to say, I'm going to go tackle that linen closet. We're going to empty it out, clean the shelves. We're going to look at everything that's in there. We're going to reorganize it and start making a pile of things that are ready to be donated or gotten rid of. And you can slowly tackle all the spaces in your home right now in a really intentional manner. And if you've got little ones at home, they love to help organize with that. I've had my daughter completely alphabetize our spice cabinet the other day. I called it school, (laughs) but now we have a really well-organized spice cabinet. And then finally, think about having breaks in your day as well, where you don't have something planned. So maybe from three to four o'clock is just open space to say, let's see what we feel like doing. Maybe we want to go tackle another area in our house to declutter. Maybe we just want to sit down and play a board game. Maybe we want to treat ourselves to an, you know, a short movie or something like that. So I know that's a lot to kind of digest, but I'll walk you through a sample routine. This is actually my family's schedule for the day. So you can kind of see where we're fitting some of this in. So I have, you know, 5.30 this morning was my wake up time. 5.30 to 7 was my morning routine. I actually planned in from 7 to 8 this morning, an hour of work time. Are you so overwhelmed that you aren't even sure where to start? Guess what? You're not alone. In fact, still happens to me sometimes. And that's exactly why I created my three-step ditch the overwhelm process. And I use it anytime my list of things to do starts to paralyze me. I've shared this process with over 10,000 women. And if you need help getting out of overwhelm and back into action on the things that matter most, you can grab it too. All you have to do is DM me the word amen over on Instagram at Megan Sumrall, and my team will send it right over. Eight o'clock is wake up time for my daughter. Nine o'clock is when she needs to start school. And from nine to 10 this morning, she has a block, one hour block of schoolwork and I will be doing work for my business. Then from 10 to 11 is our PE and get ready time. So we're going to go for a run, come back, get showered, get dressed, ready to go for the day. Oh, and also in there is our snack time. So then at 11 o'clock from 11 to 12.30, she will go back and do more schoolwork while I'm doing work. 12.30 to 1.30 is our lunch break. And this is an opportunity where I'm planning on help making her come in and start helping to make lunch. So that will kind of be hang out, you know, learn some cooking stuff, make lunch time. Then from 1.30 to 2.30, I have work that I need to get done. I have scheduled calls. So that is my work time. And we've kind of started this engineering project that my daughter is working on. So that is her time to do her engineering work from 1.30 to 2.30. Then from 2.30 to 3.30, I will stop work and we're going to do our arts and crafts time. And I'm going to start teaching her a little bit about doing embroidery and cross-stitching work today. Then from 3.30 to 4.30 is that quiet time. 
that alone time. So my daughter will have to entertain herself with no technology. That will be time for me to, if I need to, do some more work or just have quiet time in my office. Then from 4.30 to 5 is PE time with dad. So that's when my husband will wrap up work and they usually go out and throw the baseball and just give me a little bit more work time. Then today, starting at 5 o'clock, is all family time. So that is when we will do cooking, have our dinner time, work on our schedule for the next day. And then 8 o'clock, bedtime for our daughter, 9.30 bedtime for us. So that is our sample calendar for today. Tomorrow will look very different but we will still have a lot of those same pockets of time. They're just going to be restructured a little bit. And you know, we may not have arts and crafts every day. Now, one thing our family is also working in is we just went through a move. So I also have a half an hour of time, which is continuing to unpack and settle. We're getting pretty close, but instead of doing you know, home chores that are decluttering and cleaning, right now our home chore time is unpacking. Now, I do want to, now that we've kind of talked through what should be in a plan, and I've given you a sample of what we're doing, I really want to close this out by talking about why it is so important for you to have these daily schedules. When we were all first quarantined with COVID-19, I saw a lot of people and myself as well kind of went in this, oh, wow, we're going to have all this great family time and we're home and we're together. And it almost was a little bit of that like Christmas vacation or Thanksgiving vacation mentality of, oh, let's all take this time to slow down, be quiet. I'm going to get caught up on some sleep. We binge watched some Netflix stuff. You know, if we took a shower, maybe it was five o'clock at night after being in our jammies all day. And it was almost the novelty of being home and together and not allowed to go do all the things that we're used to doing. And for the first couple of days, I think it was a little bit refueling for a lot of us to just take a step back and quiet and relax. However, now here we are by the time this episode airs, we're, we're a couple weeks into this. That is not going to translate into a place of a mentally healthy way to continue day after day after day. If you let yourself stay in that vacation mentality, first of all, we're not in a vacation. We're not in a beautiful vacation spot. We're in our homes. And so that alone already makes things different. And if you allow yourself to stay in that space, you will mentally start to take a downward slide or a downward spiral. You will start watching too much news. You will find yourself just sitting for way too long, probably watching way too much TV, you will start to churn. You and your family will start to get on each other's nerves if you don't have that space, that structure, that plan for the day. And you will find yourself day after day going, wow, where did the whole day go? I'm not really sure what I did. Now, when you take the time to get a game plan in place for the next day, it helps the entire family set foot with purpose, with knowing what was going, what is going to happen, having a reason to get up at a set time, having a reason to get dressed, 
feeling a sense of accomplishment when you go to bed at night saying, okay, these were the things I got done today. You know, if you're tackling some decluttering, wow, I got this closet done, or we got this room really deep cleaned and organized. Here were the activities I got done for work. Here was the schoolwork or the projects that I had my children do that they got through as well. So when everybody, when the whole family has a plan and a schedule that they can check in with, it really creates a newer sense of purpose and routine with your day. If you have younger children, it also really helps the endless, I'm bored, what are we doing next? What are we doing next? What are we doing next? Before we moved into this daily plan that is posted on our refrigerator for all of us to see, I felt like every 30 seconds I was hearing, mom, mom, mom. Now, I'm still hearing mom a lot because if you're a mom, we're just used to hearing that a lot. But at least now we can go and say, okay, for the next hour, you're doing this, I'm doing this. And because she sees those pockets of time throughout the day where it's snack time together or game time together or arts and crafts time together, when it's her turn to go sit down and have to be alone and work on schoolwork or you know, some kind of educational programming for an hour or an hour and a half, she is much happier doing that, knowing exactly when the end time is and knowing that as soon as that is done, then I step away from my work and that is our time together. So it is helping me make sure I'm not depleting my energy levels, but it's also just giving a lot more sense of less stress, less anxiety for the family as well. Because if you have young kids, they thrive on structure and routine. They don't act like it. But the minute we started putting this daily planning process in place, the atmosphere in our home changed significantly. So I know this was a lot to absorb, but my hope is that you can come back and listen to it take notes and give yourself some grace. It's going to take, it took us over, you know, probably a good eight, nine days to get kind of good at creating this daily plan. You know, I'm a planner. So if it took me that long to get my head around how to get some routine structure purpose going, give yourself some grace on that as well, but start somewhere, start today, sit down with, with everybody in your house before you sign off for the night and lay out what your game plan is going to be for the next day and identify the spots in your house where everybody's going to kind of have their dedicated workspace as well. So I hope you guys have found this helpful. If so, and if you know of anybody that is really struggling, please share this podcast with them. Invite them to come join the Work-Life Harmony group. I'll be sharing a link out for that here in the show notes as well. And I'd love to hear you know, what other routines you might be putting into your daily plan that is helping you and your family as well. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworkliferharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.